Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Chris Wallace is out in L.A., so 
What's the word on the politics in Memphis? How do people in Memphis live by Parsons and his been exiled and now bringing a holiday and being hurt? What do the grids find so we ain't help now? Man, y'all see me on here? You know, I'm going to put it in a tennis with a tight hand on there. So many of the radio people they have. And he's really low. You know, what he's going to do with this thing. He's got to do that. He's got just a holiday in there now. But, I mean, grids pretty much made bad with the decisions that have been made uh, by his front office right now. And now, Trey Lowe and Marshawn Brooks are even worse now because you need those bodies now and you down a body. Or two bodies to the boss. They get to wing position. And who, a guy who said he could play five on fives and he didn't want to go down to South Haven for the Memphis hustle. But is that worth sending him on your on your way? Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, you know, of course it is uh, different. But, you know, like I said, and, and going back, I know we talked about it before, you know, there was a situation I think both parties were at fault. You know, because Chandler Parsons, you know, if he if he is healthy, which is you know a big if, but you know you still, I I, I still think they should have worked out a situation where yeah he plays in the D League for a couple of games, and then give him a definite timetable when he's gonna come back. I can understand where Chandler's coming from, or I'm gonna go out there and play, but you're not telling me when I'm coming back. You know what I'm saying? So it's been it's been a comedy of errors, um, you know, on, uh, on behalf of this front office to the point where I'm, I'm not so sure Chris Wallace still deserves to be the GM of the team anymore. I really strongly think they need to make a, a change, definitely in the offseason, and maybe give it to Tayshaun Prince or, or, or let somebody else come in there and run the team. But but Chris Wallace, he's made he's made it big by these decisions he's made. Yeah, and the Grizzlies project so much this dysfunction from the outside looking in, and I'm like, man. You know, it seems like it's always something with the grids. It's never just chill. It's always something in Memphis going on. Exactly. It used to be steady, you know, grit grind, going to playoffs, you know, seven years or whatever in a row. But but now, man, I think the, I think the grids are a laughing stock. They're a punchline, you know, of the NBA right now with all these crazy weird things that have been going on over the last few months now. And I feel like J.B. Bickerstaff was kind of hamstrung because it seems to me that Chris Wallace – determines who he plays, not him himself. Right. And imagine being in his position, you know, you, you're wanting to win, you're an NBA head coach. But, you know, by the decisions that are being made upstairs, they're pretty much handcuffing him and his ability, you know, to really, uh, you know, produce a winner out there. Yes, indeed. Well, well hopefully next week Memphis would not have so much news. Every week we had to cover Grizz issues every week here. <laughs> we have to cover a new Grizz issue. As the Grizz turn, exactly. per se. Exactly, <laughs> bro. Now, let's turn to the NFL, bro. Um, last week, the, the Colts went to Houston, beat them 21-7. Andrew Luck throwing the football, and Marlon Mack ran the football. The Colts defense pretty much down to Sean Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, and, and those boys, the Texans. They traveled to Kansas City. And we know that Andy Reid and the Chiefs, and he with the Eagles, he likes to choke in the playoffs for his play calling, how he calls the game in the playoffs. So how are you feeling about this matchup on Saturday on NBC? Man. Here we have the Chiefs and the Colts in Kansas Arrowhead. Yo, I'm saying, uh, with the NFL playoff games coming up, you know, the wild card round, I believe I went 3-1. Went 3-1 last weekend. The only game I missed was that Baltimore at Baltimore game. Uh, I'm, I think I picked Baltimore in that one, but the best I had a feeling about. But I think the Colts, you're right, man. Andy Reid's known historically for choking, you know, in the playoffs with his play calling. And I think this uh, this Colts team, man, they're on the roll. Andrew Luck, 
he would be my MVP uh, winner uh, of the season, man. My MVP pick. Um, a guy, a Colts team that's won 10 of their last 11 games. They got it going, man. You know, Luck looks like he's better than ever. He got a, a, a very, you know, very decent, uh, if not good, running attack with Marlon Mack, uh, you know, uh, doing his thing out there. And also that young offensive line and the young defensive uh, players they have, man. Like, the Colts are built to win for years and years to come, man. So I think they go to Kansas City. And I, I mean, it'll be an upset by Vegas standards, but to me, on paper, I mean, when you look at it and, and what they've been doing over these last several weeks, the Colts are the better team, to me, honestly, than, uh, than the Chiefs, man. So, you know, I'm expecting them to go up there and handle business. We got J.C. saying the Colts will go to KC and win. I can see it happening because Andy Reid, how he coaching the Chiefs defense, is not that good. Well, you can never see it happening. And we have a battle at the Coliseum in L.A. The Dallas Cowboys travel to L.A. to play the LA, L.A. Rams. Who come off a bye, bro? Uh, do you feel like Dak and the boys can go into the Coliseum and beat the Rams coming off a bye with the, the weapons the Rams have on deep on offense? Can the Cowboy defense with speed and quickness neutralize the Rams eleven personnel, high flying offense with Gurley, Woods, and those boys out there with Everett and those bye guys out there as well doing their thing. Man, I think it's just something weird. It's something that the stars are aligned, you know, in the universe right now, man. But I believe wholeheartedly, this is not the homer. This is not the fan in me talking. I believe the Cowboys can go out there and, and win and win that game, man. All right? And when you break it down, okay, they're a seven-point. Cowboys are seven-point underdogs. However, Ty Gurley, he's not 100% healthy. You know what I'm saying? And there's and there's speculation that if he does play, you know, he's not going to be nowhere close to 100%. So, and then even if he was, I feel confident with the Cowboys' defense of, of you know, limiting him, at least, you know, kind of containing him a little bit. Jared Goff has not been the same quarterback over the last month or two. He struggled uh, mightily. And and that Rams' defense, yeah, that's the front four. But once you get past that front four, like, that, you know, that Rams' defense uh, leaves a lot to be desired. So, if the Cowboys, like I said, stick to the script, like we like to talk about the same, the same game plan they used in Seattle, same thing has to go into effect. And then Dak has to make some big throws. If Dak can make some big throws, uh, third down, you know, uh, conversions here and there. The Cowboys have a great shot. They they really do, man. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm not I'm not thinking they're scared. I know that much. They know they go out there and play with those boys, and they're not going to be scared because they have nothing to lose because nobody expected them to win, to win the game anyway. So just go out there and do what you've been doing. And I have an X Factor. Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips knows Jason Garrett back was on four. Mm. And Wade Phillips don't like Jason Garrett for how he was getting paid. When he was getting paid, he was the head coach. Mm. Fuck, he's on the cutting for that, for that job. So I give you another one. Uncle Wade knows Garrett's thinking. Okay. And I feel like he may – because you know how the Sunday Cowboys get, get very predictable. Predictable mm-hmm. offense with Linehan and mm-hmm. Garrett. I think Wade may have some nice dial-ups ready when he knows what's coming in certain, certain situations of the game, what he's going to run. I think the Wade Phillips knowing Garrett so good mm-hmm. may have a big impact on this game, Sarah. You know? Okay. I see your X factor, and I raise you another X factor since we're talking defensive coaches. The young hot, the young hot shot defensive uh, or assistant defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, Chris Richards. Remember where he was before he came to Dallas. He was in Seattle. 
who in Seattle play twice a year. They played the Rams, so he has great knowledge also about the Rams and what they like to do, man. So, you know, that, that almost kind of neutralizes things there. We can see, yeah, we'll see. Like, I, I'm going to look for those defensive calls yeah. and see how those guys call them call them different audibles because we, we know that the Rams, the Cowboys play cover three. The Rams play cover two man pretty much or two man. So we'll see how it all goes and with, and with Wade Blitz, Dak off the edges like he like he used to. We were Dallas with Demarcus wearing those boys and Spears and those guys. When he do some of those same blitzes against Garrett and the Cowboys, so we'll, that'll be going to look there for. Now the CBS game noon Sunday, Chargers Patriots. Do you feel like the LA Chargers surviving the Ravens furious comeback? Can they go to New England and beat the not so dangerous Patriots this year? up in Foxborough and kind of get this clock started on the Brady, he will he, won't he come back clock next year? Man, not only do I think the Chargers will go up there and win, I guarantee they're going to go up there and win. This marks the end of the Patriot dynasty. This game coming up this weekend. This is the end. The Patriots, it's, it's a wrap after this, man. Tom Brady, he may play another year or two. But this when the Chargers go up there and win this weekend, we'll officially – Mark the end of the Patriots dynasty, man. The Chargers have ultra confidence, man. They know they can play with anybody. And I, I got a feeling, man, we're going to see the Chargers in the Super Bowl for some reason. That They're that good. Phillip Rivers, he's overdue. He's, you know, um, was thrown for the most yards without uh, a Super Bowl ring or appearance, man, in NFL history. So, you know, they're, they're, they're due for he, He's due for one. And this San Diego Chargers team defensively can rush the passer. With Bosa and Ingram and the boys, man, they got uh, a quality running back, premier running back, and Melvin Gordon. They they got they got a lot of weapons, man. And and the Patriots, is, to me, the Patriots don't seem like talent wise. They're let me say like one one of one of their better Patriot teams. Like they they've gotten their own, own guile and experience and and you know that kind of veteran uh, know how. But as far as the actual talent that's on the field, the Chargers are more talented. In, in more skilled positions than the Patriots are. And that's going to show this weekend. And Chargers, they, they're going to win that game. And I think they're going to win that game kind of easily, man. I really do. That'll be the CBS game at 105 Eastern here on Sunday. And the final game of the weekend is New Orleans and the Eagles. The Eagles survive on a Cody Parkey doink again. Doink, doink, actually. Like, he was, it like you hit the rim, and it hit him again, and it went out. And the Eagles and Nick Foles pulled out again. The Eagles got beat 48-7 by the Saints at the Superdome earlier this year. So do you feel like the Eagles go to New Orleans and give Drew Brees and them boys a scare and maybe pull out that win? I think potentially keep this Nick Foles train running. I think the game will be close. I really do. Nick Foles has that, that certain magic, you know, about him. He, it's some, there's something about him and that offense and, you know, the way they click. But – the Saints, you know, they're they're built. They're built, you know, for deep play, deep playoff run. You got home field advantage. Um, you're supposed to win games, man. No matter how well or how magical Nick Foles has been uh, up to this point, they, it'll be a close game. It won't be a blowout like it was a few weeks ago. But I, I see the Saints, you know, eking it out. Um, you know, maybe something like 24-20 or something like that. And last little bonus topic we got for you. 
the coach hirings we got, not, not many, not many brothers getting hired, brother. I think they may get a brother in Cincinnati potentially. Will be Vance Joseph or Hugh Jackson somehow, Lord. But <laughs> this cycle, they're going off the Sean McVay tree, who's innovative on offense tree. And the problem I've seen is the brothers, a minority, is not really on the offensive side of the ball in that offensive pipeline. Most brothers can become running back mm-hmm. coaches, wide receiver coaches, or they defensive back coaches, or linebacker alignment coaches, but not actually on the pipeline to get actually a job as quarterback coach or offensive coordinator or that they can actually grow into become a head coach on the offensive side of the ball. So what are your thoughts on the cycle kind of over, overlooking the overlooking the minority coaches and do you feel like it's time to make, make that rule for the for hiring a minority if the interview if they put a minority for a coordinator, a quarterback coach kind of make them put them in the pipeline maybe. Yeah, you know you're right about the trend of young you know, offensive guys from college because the NFL is starting to look more like the college game now. Um, so that's like the the trend that all these owners and front office guys are looking for now. You know, the, the next the next Sean McVay's and you know uh, uh, that type of a uh, uh, coach. And you're right. You know, you know generally, anytime it's been black coaches, black assistant coaches, they've always kind of been more so on, on the defensive side or. Like I said, running back coach or anything like that. We don't see too many offensive coordinators that are, that are black. But um, you know, like I'm hoping, like you know, I don't, I don't want to see him go. Uh, the Cowboys uh, de- uh, defensive coordinator uh, Chris Richard, you know, he's going to be a head coach if not, if not this season, uh, this upcoming season, definitely in the near future, man. I could easily see him ending up like in the Miami or something like that next year, man. Um, but you're right, you know, and and then also, you know, it kind of starts in grassroots as well, you know as far as high school and, and, you know, kind of just, you know, building up, you know, the the next generation of, of you know, minority coaches to kind of be more offensive-minded and, and, you know, kind of get a pipeline coming from there. That way, you know, in the years to come, we will be represented. Because you're right, when you think about the black head coaches that we have, uh, having in the NFL, the guys who just got fired, looking at the uh, – uh, uh, Boyle, uh, Boyle from uh, the Jets just got fired. What was he? He was a defensive guy. You know, Vance Joseph, he wasn't considered to be an offensive guy, you know, in Denver. Uh, the only offensive only offensive-minded head coach that I can think of at Black was Hugh Jackson. And, 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 and you know, we saw what happened to him. And Jim and Caldwell. Right, right, you know. But um, that's what it's going to take, man. And like you said, you know, definitely uh, the NFL, you know, they put their heads together to think of different ways to kind of, you know, have us represented uh, – you know, uh, amongst offensive coordinators and, and head coaching uh, candidates in the future as well. So, bro, tonight it clicks. How's it going? How's it going to be the after party? Going to be a cow after party or a ram after party? Man, look, all the above. The way we do it, it clicks tonight. You know, what I'm saying if the Cowboys win, we have the after party. If the Cowboys lose, we still have the after party. Cause that's one thing we do as Cowboy fans. We gonna win the party. <laughs> we don't care about the game per se. If we win, great. If we lose, yeah, it sucks. But we gonna still, we gonna still do our thing and party, man. So come on out tonight. It's going down either way. Even though I'm thinking, I got a strong feeling about think the Cowboys gonna find a way to get this done. But either way it goes, man. Come on out. It's going down tonight. Click. You know where it is. The liveest party spot in the city. Each and every Saturday night, we do the best karaoke in the city, man. Come on out. Good food. It's good fun, man. Drinks will be flowing. You want to do something this weekend, let your hair down. Come on out. If you're in the city, come holler with your boy quick.
No doubt, folks. That's T.C. Smith, me on the Boss Man Show. Check us out always, bossmanshow.com. We out. Fans, I got a great album for you. The baby album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Tell me what you gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis.